Hello everybody and welcome to this week's video or podcast wherever you are tuning in. Um, I hope that you're having an amazing day so far and today we're going to be discussing how your unconscious mind is ruling you and your life and how to change it. There is a famous quote by Carl Jung that says, until you make the unconscious conscious, it will direct your life and you will call it fate. Pointing to the fact that your unconscious mind is the one that is controlling all of your decisions, all of your reactions, all of your habits, all of your relationship choices, all of your career choices, and basically everything that happens in your life. Some pe this doesn't always sit well, especially if something has happened in our lives that we don't like and that we try to blame other people for. Um, it, is, um, it is still created by your unconscious mind. And I'm not going to get into this in depth today. The whole meaning behind this, like the science shows that our mind is creating our reality and we know at the very basic level that our mind is creating our perception of reality. And reality is just a perception. So, but today what I want to dig into is like your daily habits that maybe aren't supporting you and how your unconscious mind is keeping you stuck in a place that you don't want to be in and how you can work with your unconscious mind and make it conscious so that you can begin to create change and start to live a life that is more aligned with who you are in truth. Today, we're specifically going to look at the areas of your health, your money and your relationships, but this spans across your whole entire life. So you can use this type of work to heal past trauma, you can use this type of work to create the life of your dreams. Hopefully what we're going to kind of dip into today will help you give help give you an idea of where you can make change and how you can make that change. But this is about becoming aware of how your unconscious is ruling your mind or your life and how you can create some simple changes today. So let's look at health because in our, sometimes it can be so hard unless you have a kind of shock diagnosis or shock um, statement from the doctor that says you're gonna die in a year if you don't stop eating McDonald's every day. Unless you kind of have a shock awakening and, and a bright light shone on some of your unhealthy habits, you may find it really difficult to address your health, to make the healthy changes, to choose the um, the sparkling water over the sparkling wine, to choose the fruit over the cake. Like, because your unconscious mind is telling you what it is that you want in order to keep you in your most comfortable state. So your nervous system, your body is used to your habits is used to what you're putting in your body and anything that is new or different is uncomfortable your body's not used to it so it doesn't want you to consume it because it feels that it's unsafe so say you are trying to lose weight and you're going for the and, and you're given an option of a mid-morning snack do I go for the brownie or do I go for the banana like you're 
com like your ego, your subconscious mind is going to want you to go for the brownie because that's what has always been there. Whereas the banana is gonna tell you that that's not gonna fill you, that's not gonna give you the energy that you need. It's gonna give you reasons that you don't wanna do it because that's how it's been programmed. Because if you've, ha you've eaten a brownie at 11 a.m. every day for your entire life, like you're going to, it makes me think of my grandparents and 11s. So you have like tea or whatever and a biscuit at 11 o'clock and that's what they've done forever. They'll have a can of cider every day at four o'clock because that's what they've done forever. And, it, and to make that change, it's uncomfortable to the body. So the mind will give you reasons why you shouldn't make that change. And it's all based on unconscious programming. So, if you've had, so if you're trying to make change, your body's not gonna to want to make the change because it feels that it's uncomfortable. And it chooses comfort over health every time, unless your why is big enough. Unless your why to change, to override those unconscious programs is big enough. It's, and we'll get into this, because this is really important, is going to, it's always going to choose comfort over the thing that is going to be the thing that you're trying to change. So let's move it on to money. So I've done a few videos on money and I'll link the playlist here so that you can go and have a look because money is one of the biggest things that is hard for people to change their programming on because we're conditioned as a society to believe in lack, which is not true. Look at our universe. We live in a beauty, in a beautiful, bountiful, abundant, universe you just have to look to nature to see it but we're told that there's not enough money we're told that you know my grandparents grew up in the war so they learned how to ration that is in my programming it's in my dna it's in my because it's in my grandparents it's in my parents it's in you know most of us if you're watching this you're similar age to me your grandparents probably lived through the war as well and so we learned how to ration in order to, well, in COVID, my grandparents, they're the ones that ra had all the toilet rolls so that they could ration it. Um, you know, it's this, there's not enough for everybody mindset. So we kind of either hold on to everything or we don't think it's safe to keep anything. And we have certain, and there is such fear built around money because it is, and food, similar things, and love, which we'll get into in a minute, but there is such fear built around money and your safety and security that you will find, that people find it, can find it really difficult to make the change because of, it is that same feeling again, it is really uncomfortable to start to believe in abundance over lack because your body isn't used to it because it hasn't been told. I mean, some people are very fortunate in that they have been told that money is abundant and abundance, like this is why the rich get richer because of, they believe in abundance. Um, whereas the majority of the population are told every single day that there is not enough. So this is a, a way that kind of unconsciously your money um, unconsciously your, your beliefs are changing or controlling your decisions that you make around money whether you buy the high quality piece of clothing that will last you a long time or you buy the cheaper piece of clothing that might fall apart in six months your unconscious mind is making that decision for you 
So I would really challenge you again to come back to that why, that higher vision of what is, do I want to live a life of abundance and quality or do I want to live a life of lack, believing that there's not enough and then I have to sacrifice quality. It, you can have abundance. It is a simple act of reprogramming your mind to be comfortable with the idea of abundance and allow that to control, like allow that to seep into your subconscious. It's gonna take time and it's gonna take understanding your own patterns, which I'll get into, but I promise you it is possible and love you know we're programmed to believe that we want to be with a certain person you your unconscious will uh, will want you to be with somebody who is like your mother or your father because that's comfort and that's what you know um your unconscious will always choose what it knows rather than the scary unknown scary unknown it's not scary if you want anything new if you want big possibilities it all lies in the unknown so with love you will project your unhealed wounds, your trauma onto a partner and that is what you will be attracted to. And unconsciously we're programmed to believe that it's better to be with somebody than to be alone. So there are so many different layers to this but your unconscious programming will either help you, will either attract you to somebody who is like, a caregiver that your body, your nervous system is comfortable with. And I don't mean that that is safe. I mean that, say you grew up with a narcissistic parent, you're quite likely to attract a narcissistic partner. So it's whatever your body has kind of grown up with rather than um, what is safe. There are circumstances as well where the person might choose the total opposite because that is safe, but it still isn't fulfilling. So you might not make your highest decision in love based on your unconscious programming. Now, all of this, all of this leads to, you need to understand your unconscious programming. You need to learn to look at your shadow self, look at what you've repressed, look at these potential wounds and traumas. And I say these lightly, uh, wound and trauma, because uh, the reality of our nature is that we can't be wounded because we are we are pure consciousness, we are the self, but our programs uh, are created a certain way because of wounds to protect us, to keep us safe. And like I say, it doesn't always mean safe, safe. But you need to become aware of your unconscious mind, otherwise it will continue to rule your life and you will just say, oh, that's life. No, that doesn't have to be life. You get to make, you get to create your reality. But in order to do that, first and foremost, you have to become aware of what is actually creating your reality. So some things that your unconscious programs are made of, and I'll just refer to my notes as we talk about this, are societal and cultural programming. So your family, like your family beliefs, um, generational beliefs around money, around food, like I've mentioned my grandparents with the kind of rationing, societal beliefs. So, you know, this is why people from different cultures don't necessarily mix unless they've been brought up in a kind of mixed cultural environment. Um, 
and, and societal, you know, the class systems don't really mix unless they've, you know, it, it's quite often that you see people just kind of gravitate towards beliefs and patterns within their own comfortable environment that they've grown up in and not always challenging the status quo. So your past experiences will create unconscious programs. So um, like say for instance, for me, I there's a place, there are a couple of places that I don't ever want to go to because I don't believe that they're safe because um, some not very nice things happened to me. I have built ideas about certain types of people because they weren't safe to me. Um, and this will unconsciously prevent me from experiencing anything like that again by pushing it into a shadow. But really I need to bring shine light on it, love it and bring it to my awareness so that those past experiences aren't controlling my life. I don't want to be controlled by fear and by pain. I want to be controlled by love, <laughs> which is the true, the true self, the true nature. Um, and, and repressed emotion is all the same thing as anything that is repressed in your mind or programmed in your mind due to what you were told growing up. So like, again, childhood coping mechanisms. How did you cope as a child? I went into escapism. I would read fantasy books. I got lost in Harry Potter, hoping that one day somebody would send me a letter from Hogwarts and I'd go off to Hogwarts and live this magical life because I was trying to escape the reality that I was in. Not that my reality was bad, but as a child kind of, you know, our perception is very different. Um, and so, all of these factors, your societal, cultural programming, generational programming, family beliefs, um, childhood coping mechanisms to kind of keep you safe, um, your past experiences with either boyfriends, career, jobs, whatever, and repressed emotion. So all of these things that are lying in your unconscious mind are, con are what are controlling you. So you now have a choice to say, do you want that unconscious that your unconscious programming to be ruling your life? Because most of it is based on fear. So here are four ways that I advise you begin to make those changes in order to make your unconscious mind conscious, so that you can live a live a life aligned with your destiny rather than mm, that's life attitude. One is to. This is a fun one, right? and I advise my clients to do this all the time, is to, it's generally like their first piece of homework. I want you to go to an inspiring place, maybe one that's a bit out, you know, that's out of your comfort zone. Um, maybe a five-star hotel, maybe somewhere beautiful on a lakeside, or even take yourself away for the night, or something, take yourself somewhere inspiring and out of the ordinary. I want you to then do a heart opening meditation, guided meditation, and I then, or silent, whichever you prefer, and I want you to begin to assess every area of your life and create a vision. Create a highest vision for your life that you're, because your heart is open and you're in a new and inspiring place, there's going to be some possibilities in there that maybe you hadn't thought of before. Create this highest vision so that you know what, why you're making your unconscious conscious and you know why you're changing the unhealthy habits 
the unhealthy money habits, food habits, habits in love and relationships. And this highest vision is what you dedicate your every action to. Silent meditation. Because silent meditation connects you to your true nature of love, of abundance, of conscious awareness, of pure consciousness. And this is where your life will start to change and you won't quite, you you aren't changing it, you aren't consciously doing it, but you're, the true self is helping you step into a new reality. So you do that by connecting to yourself in silence. I recommend you do it every day for 30 minutes. This might be quite difficult for anybody who's just beginning with um, silent meditation, with Vipassana. So, you know, start with something small and gradually build it up. Um, don't be afraid when things start to change. If things are changing and getting uncom uncomfortable, that's a good thing. That means that you're doing it right. Working with a coach to help you integrate your shadow and make your unconscious patterns, beliefs conscious, holding you accountable to actually create the change. Working with a coach is one of the most powerful things that I have ever done. The transformation that I see my clients make is incredible. Um, seeing them making aligned decisions that are... I had one client who told me that she wanted to change her career and 5x her salary. We had a couple of shadow work sessions together and she was offered a job, like a dream job, that was six times her salary. This is how powerful working with the unconscious mind is. And I highly recommend you work with a coach or therapist, a Jungian analyst to do stuff like this because your ego, which is the one that is kind of controlling your conscious life um, until you begin to work on transcending it or having the ego work for you rather than... The ego is an excellent servant and a terrible master. So working with your ego rather than allowing your ego to control you. Um, but your ego will get in the way. It will try and stop you. That's the thing that the ego is what is keeping you in your comfort zone uh, because it believes that anything outside of your comfort zone is unsafe. So working with a coach keeps your ego visible that's is that ego or is that true self is you know are you making those decisions based on fear or love a coach will help you with that um, a coach will help you keep you accountable support you on the d tough days and cheerlead you on your very best days and then this is a, the difficult one again because the ego gets in the way but when you start to become aware of these patterns that are controlling you you're going to be given an option to make the safe choice or the choice that scares you. And it's important that you check in with your body and say, and, and your true self, and take a moment before you make it, before you react, before you make any decision, check in and say, is this for my highest or is this for my comfort? Is this for my true self? Is this for my ego? Is this a conscious decision or is this a an unconscious reaction to keep me safe. You have, this is where your free will comes in. You have the free will to make decision, to make choices in your life. And this is how you create your reality. So if you see a pattern come in and you want to do one thing, do the opposite. 
that's a piece of advice my one of my coaches and mentors gave me was do the opposite because that's generally the thing that's going to scare you the most and generally the thing you know you're acting out of your uncon your regular habits patterns behaviors i know that this has probably been a lot to take in if you have any questions please leave a comment and I will get back to you and I will help you in the best way that I can. I have other videos on shadow work, on money if you want to go into money um, and how you create your reality and to make the unconscious conscious. You can have a look through the rest, through some other of my videos and it may be able to shine a light. If you'd like to go deeper, um, especially into self-connection and meditation, every Wednesday I host a group meditation and Q&A session within my community, The Lotus, where you have the opportunity to ask any questions and then I guide you through a meditation where we connect to source, we connect to self, we connect to the all that is and the possibilities that are available to us. That work like this will help you work with the unconscious mind. If you'd like to work with myself as your coach throughout this shadow work journey, through creating your reality uh, consciously rather than unconsciously, then I have private coaching packages available as well. All of the information is in the description. Um, and I hope that this has helped you in some way create a magical, magical life that is totally possible for you when you begin to make the unconscious conscious.